This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, you might be driving up to the cabin right now, or you may have started your vacation early on your deck. Who knows? But this hour, we've got some fun and a possible Barbara Streisand new release, you guys, right? Yes, we've got music news, and there is a versus tonight, you guys. Oh. It's Keith. Well, it's the sing-off, you know. uh, You'd watch it online. It's Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown versus Bobby Brown, where they take turns singing each other's song, and it's kind of a cool... Yeah. Thing. They're taping this. Where is it? What channel do well, you, can watch you, can, it's, you can watch it on Versus or also Essence. It's They're doing it for Essence. Well, when Go you said Essence. Versus, I thought it, that was what the Versus. competition was That called. is what it's called. The Versus Challenge. V-E-R. Okay, got it. Got it, got like it. We said the Patti LaBelle and Gladys Knight yeah, one. Yeah, I remember you those. just said the other day you wanted... There was going to be little Kim and Nicki Minaj. It yeah. was a verse. Oh, that yes. would be awesome. So this is one that's happening tonight. Key Sweat and Bobby Brown. So right. moving on to Babs. So our Neil the Knitter um, sent me something that I saw on Instagram this morning that Barbara Streisand has a new a new song out. What? And um, let me just see. It's from, she has, um, let's see. Tune in tomorrow in the UK. She went, it's from hashtag release me too. And this is it's coming out August 6th, but yeah. you can pre-order it. Yes. And this, she looks so cute. Look at the cover of the album, Laurie. Barbara Streisand looks so, so And it's so, her 25 year anniversary today. Of anniversary of her wedding to James Brolin, her marriage, yes. I suppose is what they call him. Yeah. So That's... this is the song. Is it called Sweet Forgiveness, Grant? Yes. Yes. Sweet Forgiveness. Okay. It's so Barbara. It's a classic Barbara. Classic I'm just gonna. Barbara. I'm gonna say Lori doesn't classic. like it really because it's the classics. <laughs> yeah, it's the classics. And Grant, I think you probably will glaze over on that one. Yeah. I don't know. I'm glazed your over. Yet. I'm glazed over. But this is music that my mom would jam out to. So I kind of, you know, when I was being an only child, you don't really have an option. You just kind of yep. listen to what your parents do. So I got a little nostalgic feeling oh, yeah. from this one. Yeah. And the thing that I am liking about this is basically. She sounds like she can still sing. No, she's kidding. hitting some notes. Yes, she is. And she's holding them long. I mean, when you go back and listen to some of, I think I listened to Evergreen. I listened to um, the Sarsborn, mm-hmm. her version. You know, yeah. hers and Chris Christopherson. And she, boy, she could sing, and how long she holds the notes. But that sounds lovely to me. Yeah, it sounds lovely. So happy, Mark she, August sixth on your calendar. Here's Babs. Mm-hmm. And she looks amazing on the cover art, you know. Well, that's um, some amazing hair airbrushing going well, on. Well, of course, Jones. and some great highlights. Highlighting sometimes is everything. She just looks great. She does look And beautiful. she's happy. Well, the and happiness album, though, makes you look great too. The album cover, that's just a teaser thing. The album album cover is very kind of a like a almost a Warholian cartoon of sort of like Barbara Streisand circa 1960. Oh, it is a Barbara yeah. Streisand. It's like the six faces of her. Yeah. That's going to be the cover. Yeah. So that is just, 
That cover art is just Barbara right now from her living room in Malibu. It's her recent photo. Listen to this song. I love, love, love it. Mm -hmm. Keep it going. And by the way, just to remind everybody that James Brolin narrates Sweet Tooth, which is what gives that such a fable-esque fairy tale. That's his voice? That's James Brolin. I was literally telling Lily, the voice that... Is so familiar? It's so familiar, and I couldn't figure out, but it also, I thought it did such a great... It, it it's so fitting. It it fit perfectly for the story. The voice was, it was just. It's like in Princess Bride how that is narrated yes. by mm-hmm. what's his name, um, <sighs> Peter. You know, is it Peter Falk? Falk? It, might it might be. be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, it is. Columbo. Yes. Yeah, yes. Columbo. And it's James Brolin who's narrating Sweet Tooth. If you haven't oh. seen that on Netflix, I know all of our friends are. Watching the fire that's called Sex Life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, people are, we should get some kind of a check from Netflix. We've gotten the half of the Twin Cities to watch it. Yeah, and if you, you haven't watched it, oh my gosh. Yeah, you're going to want to watch it. Well, you can text me and I'll send you a video. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Here's a little I, evergreen for you. Let me give you some place. details from Miss Barbara Streisand's Twitter account. Okay, which please. She's very active on Twitter. Yes, she is. She has uh, 10 never-before-released songs from The Vault mm. in this Release Me Too. Okay. And in the liner notes, Barbara writes, For me, the studio is a combination musical playground and laboratory, a private sanctuary where the possibility of catching lightning in a bottle always exists. So Barbara. she's asking her fans, Barbara. you know, for what would they like to see released? You know, she's being very. I might have to weigh engaging. in on this. I might have weigh. I might have to deal with this. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. Look at the time. Yeah, let's look at the time and get going to random thoughts. Yeah, we'll be right back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, here is something that is is not random, but it's unfortunate. Minnesota ends their online driver's license renewals today. Effective. It's effective. What day is it today? July 1st. Okay, so it's over, people. No. It was a temporary thing put in place during the pandemic when people couldn't go into the DMVs. And um, they closed down several of them. So I'm now- surprised that that didn't stay. I, I don't understand oh, this. You got to do you got to do the eye exam right. and you got to get a new photo. So yeah. you got to right. go back in people right. to the DMV. All right. So that is just something to know. And the real ID thing has been the it's extended. I think so. And also, Ooh, nice. You yeah. mean the fly the ID to be able to fly yeah. is now another year yeah. from now? Yes. So not October. Oh, great. No, they extended that. Love yeah. It. Love and it. just FYI, because people are traveling, if you go to Mexico, you uh, for sure Mexico, I don't know if Europe, it might be four months. This way you should also use a travel agent. But if your passport is expiring within six months of your return from Mexico. Okay. That is no bueno. That's oh, no so you good. really need to get on top you of that. You need All to right. renew your uh, passport. So wow. let's say you're coming, like you're leaving in November and your passport expires in March. You could have a hassle because that passport. Got not it. good. Not good. Yeah. Thank you. Good tip. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So here now, Lori, you have mostly hardwood floors. You don't have a lot of carpeting. It's all hardwood. That's right, baby. 
That's all. all right, are you the same situation, Grant? Yeah, mo- yeah, I have hardwood everywhere. With some, you know, scattered sort of rugs. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I love my vacuum. Thank you, Al's vacuum. Mm-hmm. I love vacuuming. I like how. It makes your house feel. I have food in most of my house, but I do have nice area rugs. But I love to vacuum, and I vacuum my furniture, and I vacuum some other things. So in lieu of allergies and cleanliness, I've got a little vacuum update for people, okay? okay? So here are places that you might not think about vacuuming that you should be vacuuming. Your mattresses. Now, this is news to me. You think you clean them off, but vacuuming your mattress can make a huge difference, especially with people who have respiratory issues like allergies. Um, what's the other one? Asthma. Mm-hmm. So he recommends this guy who wrote for Reader's Digest said vacuuming your mattress on a monthly basis. And I just, you know, I take my vacuum and I lift it up and I put it on top of my couch. I take the cushions off. I do my cushions. My vacuum is too powerful for one of my couches. Mm-hmm. If you want to just test it a little bit because... It's a little older, and I'm scared what happens because my vacuum's so powerful. But if you vacuum... Breaker. I know it. Listen, it's... I love that vacuum. But if you're concerned about dust and stuff, so consider vacuuming over... You know, you want to make sure you're using a clean bag when you're doing it, or if you've got the, the air filter stuff, but it's a good thing to do. Hmm. I vacuum my ottomans. I vacuum... Um, you should be vacuuming your upholstery because every time you get up and sit down, there's, you're just leaving crumbs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you should also, the intake vents in your home, yes. you know how they're sharp? They're super sharp grates. Mm-hmm. It hurts to clean those, Lori. I know you have a cleaning lady, but other people don't. Um, <laughs> so that is something that your air goes I was more in. confused. I was like, what are these grates that she speaks well, of? <laughs> in, in houses with central air, you have usually your central oh. air comes up from the floor and the yeah. grates are in the wall. Again, no so central these, air. No, right? these are the yeah. bigger grates in your wall. Okay. But so much dirt and stuff goes through that. And yes, can, I do remember that, that somebody told us that with the air conditioning house. Oh, Homes, you've got to clean those ducts. It's disgusting. Yes. So take you can take your vacuum in front of it and yeah. vacuum it out. Mm. Um, this is a new one that I didn't know about. Silk plants. So if you have a little black and decker or little, you know, one of those little tools, you put a pantyhose or a sock, a really thin sock, over the end, and you can go. You know how fake plants get really dusty. Yeah. Even your real plants. So you going. can suction off the dust with, with a little vacuum. Finally, something to use our old pantyhose for. One <laughs> I've saved and saved. Saved, saved for years. Yeah. That's a good one. That's yeah. a I can, right And there. silk pants, plants, because they do get dust on them, and you can't use water, really. It, no. Because you could ruin the color, and it could... Right. All right, so there you go. That's, that's good. the best tip oh. he gave us. And if you have a pet... <laughs> And I just want to be honest, if you have a pet or a dog that sheds, there's two products you need. 3M has the roller that gets up Mm -hmm. the pet plant that is so high intense. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. And also there's vacuum specific for it because there's nothing grosser than going to someone's house who has dog and cat hair. Roombas. We have a Roomba and that thing goes on every day, twice a day. And it finds hair that you would never believe yeah. was there. I got my mom a Roomba because she's got fluffy dogs. Me too. Yeah, it's the greatest thing and in the world. And it go it's like she has a program to go at like midnight mm-hmm. when she's sleeping and right. that thing Same just thing. zigzags Takes all over out. the house. And you'll wake up and there'll be more you'll be like where does this hair come from? <laughs> and one more I'm sorry to interrupt on your th- no, random thoughts. There's some dryer sheets now that they have. 
that Bounce came out with for pet people. You put them in with your clothes, and it it literally, if there's hair left over from after washing it, it a takes that hair away, and it makes it less easier for hair to be to stick to you. Yeah, They're I heard about this fantastic. new product. I literally, this is new, Lori. Yeah. This is new it. product. They're amazing. Um, and only use half a sheet at a time. Oh, okay. Because I'm, you know, Patrick, our laundry evangelist. Yeah. He tells us to use tin foil. Yeah. A sheet of tin foil oh, to put in your dryer. There's too many oils or something. There's too many oils and stuff in, that will get in, on your athletic clothes and stuff. Yeah. Um, all right, that's that. That's now, that. That was laundry with Julia. With well, his, and with not an assist even from Grant with an assist and from Patrick. <laughs> and just the a laundry stare for me. Lori doesn't care. <laughs> I think you do laundry I do, still. I do. You still wash a couple things. Just I not wash. Your hair. I love to iron. I just had a very satisfying, you know, hour yesterday with me and my iron. I took mine out and my steamer today. Mm-hmm. I love steaming. Yeah. Same, and a lot of summer stuff, it feels like you just need to do a light press because it's rayon or some kind of cotton. It looks wrinkly. Love it. And now that we care again, since we're back out in the world. True. We're trying to care. We're trying to care. About our appearance. (laughs) Some people. Some people. Starting today, college athletes can start making money on their, for teaching camps, for social media accounts, for signing autographs. Did you read Patrick Royce's uh, great column about the U of M owes uh, the men's gymnastics, you know, or it was about the men's gymnastic thing and... Yeah, yeah. It was a pretty good story. But the, this whole thing, Julia, is huge for these guys. This yeah, is no. something they've been fighting for for a long time because these guys make no money. And you could literally be set up a, you know, if you're a bigger star in college football, per se, you yep. could meet some guy. $30,000 he'll offer you. You sign 2,000 items and you can make that money like that now and not have to be worried that you're going to lose your scholarship yeah. right. because you're signing your own name. But I think the other cool part of this is so many kids leave college after their first year to get drafted to start making money, mm. maybe they'll finish their college education. Right. Great point. Right. Which is paid for. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So that's a better point. Yes. Make people stay in college longer, which is always a useful tool if you can get it for free, for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so here's this. Tijuana, Mexico is further north than Savannah, Georgia. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's huh. just right. Yeah. And the biggest U.S. park, you know, Park is Adirondack Park in upstate New York. New York. It's bigger than Death Valley and Yellowstone combined. Wow! It's six million acres, which also makes it bigger than five entire states. <laughs> Adirondack Park, never been. I wonder if it's up by the Finger Lakes. I feel like that's where those guys that in um, what was that show, Dana Morris? Yeah. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
sure yes. that it was up in that part of the world in New York, which I think that was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a great show. Oh, Never gosh. That. that was good. The oldest living man right now is, um, his name is Emilio Flores Martinique. He's 112 years old. He just got the Guinness World Record. He was born August 8th, 1908 in Puerto Rico. That's not ever a record you hold long. Here's why he's lived a long life. My dad raised me with love and taught me to love everyone. He always told me that my brothers and sisters do good and share everything with others. Beautiful. Isn't that sweet? All right. 112. Holy hell. Holy. (laughs) It's a long life. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, Thanks so Thanks. much, Grant. Yeah. All right, let's let's talk Britney Spears. Uh, uh, this was surprising to me that this came down already. Very surprising news. There's a couple of new surprising, unusual moves, like uh, this Bessemer Trust, which was only yesterday officially signed on as a co-conservator of the mm-hmm. estate. Um, and they filed a motion basically... They don't want anything to do with the controversial arrangement that has controlled Britney's life for the last 13 years. And so even though they just got appointed yesterday, they've asked to be be unappointed. And this ruling that the judge just gave yesterday uh, uh, denied Britney's request to remove her father from the conservatorship. Now her father is the, you know, soul because Bessemer was appointed to do it with him. Anyway, let's hear from the Today Show about this this ruling, but it is just kind of the beginning, I think. Okay. Is it like a clarification, or is it an actual ruling? No, it's like, ruling. let's oh, listen wow. to okay. it. Mm-hmm. Good morning. This decision is a response to a request from Britney Spears in November. It's not technically a direct legal response to her emotional testimony last week, and that's because she hasn't filed a new petition since November, but it's the first movement we're seeing from a judge after that emotion and outpouring, and it's a sign of where her battle stands. Overnight, a major setback for Britney Spears, a judge denying her request to remove her father from his role as conservator, signing an order that keeps Jamie Spears in control of his daughter's finances. The court filing stating that Britney is unable to manage his or her financial resources or to resist fraud or undue influence. The decision coming after the superstar's explosive testimony last week, calling the conservatorships abusive and traumatizing. In new legal filings, Jamie Spears insists he had nothing to do with his daughter's poor treatment and is demanding an investigation into her concerns. Okay, so that's what he had told uh, yesterday, okay? And this Judge Brenda Penny is ruling on from a motion that Whitney, Britney's lawyer had filed in November asking that Jamie be removed from the conservatorship. So that's what she was ruling on. That she wasn't the same judge ah. that listened. Yes. That just heard the testimony. Right. That that She might be that same judge, but it was based on her crappy lawyer's thing that he filed last <laughs> November. Okay. Because even though Jamie wants us... To think he hasn't been part of his daughter's conservatorship. He's still in charge of all the money. And Brittany wanted to change that. And she wanted this Bessemer and trust to take over the sole responsibility for her financial affairs and take all the power from Jamie. Right. The judge shot down that request. So that's also why Bessemer is saying, well, we don't want to even be part of this. Oh, okay, geez. let's listen to the second part. Okay. 
Since her very public breakdown in 2008, the pop superstar has been under a court-sanctioned conservatorship that has given her father and others power over her personal and financial affairs. During the explosive hearing last week, Spears said she had been drugged, forced to perform, and prevented from removing an IUD meant to stop pregnancy. All decisions, she says, were approved by her father. But Jamie Spears pushing back, pointing out in new court documents that control of his daughter's personal life and medical treatment isn't currently under his control. He blames Jody Montgomery, a temporary conservator who was brought on in 2019 to oversee Britney's personal affairs. An attorney for Montgomery says she's been a tireless advocate for Britney and for her well-being, also noting that decisions about marriage or family planning are not affected by conservatorship. But one expert says the rules and dynamics in a conservatorship are rarely straightforward. It's my impression that Brittany has been under this conservatorship for so long. She truly feels compelled to do what the conservator wants, or in her own words, she feels she'll be punished. Let Brittany speak! Since Brittany's testimony, there's been an outpouring of support in person, online under the hashtag FreeBritney, and from celebrities, including fellow pop star Christina Aguilera just this week. Spears has thanked her fans for their support and said during her testimony, I just want my life back, and it's been 13 years, and it's enough. Yeah, and important to note that that was not a final decision that the court made. So then what happens next in the court battles ahead, Miguel? Well, Hoda, we are still waiting to see what Brittany and her legal team do next. As we mentioned, the judge was responding to an older petition with this decision. She has until mid-July to file another petition. We know that, of course, Brittany and not to mention her fans feel incredibly strongly about this situation. And all eyes are on what she'll do next. This showcases the crappiness of the laws around conservatorship mm-hmm. because this ruling happened because her lawyer sucks at <laughs> his job. Yeah. Right? Well okay. Said. Well said. He sucks. Right? He's terrible at his job. She, when she told the judge last week, she didn't know that her lawyer right. could terminate right. her conservatorship. This Sam, Sam Ingram has been her lawyer for eight years, getting paid a retainer of $10,000 a week and then not advising his client of right. what her options are. It, it, you know, because I think that, you know, I know people were the IUD and, you know, the, that she felt very abused. But to me, I mean, I was just like, holy crap, because it's all the laws are protecting the conservator, not, not the person. including. Exactly. And and the other thing is that it's total negligence that he never advised her. And apparently Sam Ingram, the suckiest lawyer in the world that Brittany has been paying forever. (laughs) Yes. He was supposed to file when he filed that thing back in November, that it would be Bessemer Trust who would be taking over for Jamie. He he didn't even do that. He just did that this week. Oh, which. So that means Jamie has been the sole conservator all along, Jody has no power, this Jody Montgomery, yeah, yeah. and that's why Bessemer, they were like, hey, he just filed the legal documents that Bessemer be co-conservator. She now will need to, I she has to make it work with her sucky lawyer so he can file um, an end to the conservatorship. 
And then she also needs to have her lawyer petition the court that she be allowed to pick her own attorney. And I would like her to pick an attorney that's really good at conservatorship. Lori, I, I think you said that, you know, but, but she's, of course, but she yes, doesn't have the right to do right. that. Her dad picked Sam Ingraham. It's terrible. He is the one who pays him with her money, with it's her terrible. money. Don't tell my daughter she could get out of this. Don't give her that advice. And then Iggy Azalea, I mean, this is a good one. So set it it's up. just that he hasn't the fact that he didn't even file that Bessemer thing. Right. And as for Iggy Azalea, she and Brittany worked together in 2015 right. when Brittany was under, you know, because she's been under conservatorship for 13 years. The song Pretty Girls. And um, she had something to say uh, about her experience uh, with Brittany. And um she, she said that she and Britney performed at the Billboard Music Awards in 2015, performing Pretty Girls. Okay. And she said just before she went on stage, um, Jamie handed her an NDA and he said, you either sign it or you're not getting up in, on stage and singing with my daughter. And um, she said it was so, felt so intimidating the way he... Came up to her, surprised her. At you know, the last minute. At the right last when you're minute, going on stage. Even and- though she and Brittany had been rehearsing all week, this was a big deal, this song. I remember when this song came, yeah. came out. We played it. Yeah. It had a really fun video. Because it also made us feel like everything was okay with Brittany. 100%, right. And she said the way he went about it with me getting sounded so much to the tactics Brittany spoke about last week in regards to her... Vegas show, he has a habit of making signed documents under duress, and we all know it, and Britney Spears should not be forced to coexist with the man she's made it clear is negatively impacting her mental health. This is not right at all. And then someone said to her, because this is all on Instagram, aren't you worried he could sue you? And she said, let him. I don't care. Right. Good for her. So she just said, basically, bring it on. And her lawyer is yet to file a, a request for her to end the conservatorship. Okay. You know, oh my gosh, but apparently it is supposed to be going to be happening, okay. and you know, uh, but yeah, it's that's why it's all it's so it's such a convoluted mess. But I think she's going to prevail, um, she I, might get out of it. I, I think that she will, but it's going to be like, who does she who does she trust now? Her mom has come out and said that she's had all kinds of things, but all the legal stuff, everything that I've read. And um, talked to this one friend of mine who's a lawyer who said mm-hmm. that, you know, this is not his area, but he just said there's a lot of shady ways that someone can be taken advantage of yes. with money under conservatorship. Right. And if you have the bad luck of having a breakdown or having an episodic mental health that people something, say, right, right. You know, instead of your family protecting you and taking care of you through that moment, they like, seized on her yes and i I always say i'm always shocked and i wouldn't be surprised if her ignorant dad has invested in all kinds of things because i'm always shocked when they report britney spears is worth 60 million dollars should be way more it It should be way more than that that seems incredible to me for how long she's had a career a vegas residency all these tours 60 million dollars who the hell is doing? What's who's in charge of her money? Oh yeah, 
her dad. Who right. you just you know, no disrespect to people who only have high school education. There are people that go on and you know make huge successes of themselves, but I don't think her dad was ever that guy. One hundred percent. You know, he yeah. was just like uh, you know working at the gas station in you know. I think that's a brand new town and I bet it exists somewhere. Bubba Town and Billyville. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like yes. someone with money and it's kind of for the same reason, you know, that they have uh, athletes, you know, take a camp about how to money lose your money. And, right. You know, I feel like, you know, people who become all of a sudden you have everybody in the world that knows you and they've got a Great investment opportunity, mm-hmm. but I always think she's only worth sixty million. It seems low. It seems low to me. Yeah. So anyway. Same. Anyway, Brittany, free Brittany. We'll be right back with Hollywood Speak. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood. Hollywood Speak. All right. Uh, I want you to Hollywood Speak. This. This was from a moment from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills last night. Erica Jean and um, and Lisa Rinna are in the uh, car, and it comes up about um, her daughter, Amelia, her 20-year-old daughter, possibly um, dating Scott Disick. And she said... um, Who's she? Lisa Rinna. Okay. In a not-so-happy tone, she said... Yeah, when Erica asked her about it, how? what did you think when you heard that? And she said, yeah, it was a real what-the-bleep moment. She's 19, he's 37, with three kids, hello! <laughs> okay, I truly blink, believe she's, I, as a parent, would be bummed that my 19-year-old daughter was dating someone with three kids. For sure. Okay, here's here's what I'm going to say about it. Well, first of all, then she said, you know, well, when I first heard about it, my daughter said, um, you know, that they were just friends. And I just thought, okay, what mom believes a 19-year-old girl, because she was 19 at the time, believes she's friends with a 40-year-old guy? They're not going shopping at Sephora together. And you know what I mean? Right. It's like, oh, come on, Rena. But um, anyway, I th- here's Scott is a dependable guy. In a year, maybe he'll, less, he'll, he'll break up on. with her yeah. to move on with another 19-year-old. She just has to wait it out. It's called the Leonardo DiCaprio relationship. Yes. Lifespan. Although Leo is getting close to her, his girlfriend being on the expiration. I know. Uh, date, and I f- have a stinking, sneaky feeling. Sneaky. Sneaky. It's sneaking. Sneaking is sneaky and stinky yeah. at the same time. So I have a sneaky <laughs> feeling that that one's going to stick, that he's we'll going to stay with her. We'll see. TBD. TBD. We but wish anyway, well. Lisa, and then she was like, then she honestly even said this. She said, <laughs> Amelia's had her struggles in the press, but now it's a new headline. No one's, no one's talking about the eating disorder anymore. And you know what? Thank God. And I'm like, why you would you said- bring it up again? I would hate my mom and more she than life. is the one who set up yeah. her daughter last year to oh, talk about it. So and mean. the year before. That's so I- mean. That's so mean. Yeah, no one is buying your story, Lisa, that you're upset about Although anything. she looks it's- really cute on her dancing Instagrams. Yo, very much so. But she has had no storyline story except so she's just being stirs mean. The pot. Yeah. Like to her children. 
Well, now with her kids last mm-hmm. year with Denise Richards, yeah. she was all up in Lisa Vanderpump's yep. business the year before. Okay, Robin Wright, uh, apparently. Um, Robin Wright, at, that at, used to be Robin Wright Penn. That's right. Ellen DeGeneres is having their, they, they usually just run reruns, but because yep. nobody wants to see Ellen even in reruns, they're ha- they're running shows and having different people oh, host. Did sure. you know this? Yeah, yes, I did hear that. I haven't watched it. I don't care, but yeah. Good. Chelsea Handler was filling in yesterday. Oh. Oh, she's coming host. to either Mystic Lake or Treasure Island in early September. She's that would funny. be a great show. That would be a great show. So she uh, is. I think they're take they're like they're getting they get people to host because yeah. they didn't really they knew the reruns. Literally, no one would watch it. They I, barely were watching Ellen live, let alone the reruns. So they're because you know. Maybe they're looking for someone else to host another show, harvest some talent. Right. And Chelsea, we know, can be a talk show host. So she is asking, she had um, um, Robin Wright um, play a game called So Wrong or So Right. Cute. Cute. And so the thing was, you know, Chelsea's like, staying friends with your ex, you know, and Robin is going flipping, flipping. Going back and forth, and she finally just said, it depends on which one. I love it. I love which it. Which is who? Sean Penn. Yeah. And then we heard something from NT Lawyer today from on Colleen and Bradley's show about how when he was dating Charlize Theron, mm-hmm. um, apparently in moments of ecstasy, when they were... He would call her Robin? No. He would tell her, whisper in her ear, I want to put out my cigarettes on your skin. What? Yep. We'll ask Holly about it today during the Dirt Alert. If that doesn't make you scream sexy, I don't know what does. Who would? Can you imagine? Because you know he's a smoker. I'm so. Oh my word! I mean, yeah. Wow. And Charlene just shut that down. That and the fact he told her how to discipline her kids. Yeah. She shut that down immediately. And John Penn, who's 60, has a 29 year old wife, and he's been dating her since she was like 25. You're, it's the Hollywood man thing. Well, well, it's just... And Layla George is Vincent D'Onofrio's daughter, and she plays the young Smurf on the great, great show Animal Kingdom on TNT. Lori loves which that should show. be coming back. It's kind of Sopranos that, or Sons of Anarchy on the Beach. That is a show. Animal I wonder, Kingdom. I wonder if that, Lori, is on Netflix if people wanted to get caught up, because it's in its, like, sixth year, isn't it? Yes, it is. Ellen Barkin, three... She's kind of this crime boss mom. Right. And she's got her sons are the, you know, and it they has, do the breaking and entering. They're really good thieves and jewelry people. Queen, which show is this again? It's, it's Animal, called Animal King, Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Okay. I was and, it's, and it's with Scott Speedman, who was oh, from Felicity, who was so beautiful. It's a great. Um, it, it is like Sons of Anarchy on the Beach. It is. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. And really good looking guys. Yeah. And Alan Barkin is great. And Layla, she plays this character Smurf and Sean Penn's very... Young wife plays the young. Smurf. Okay, it is available on um, Amazon Prime if people want to watch Kingdom. Yeah. Okay, good because it's great, and I think the last season is back. Like maybe right that you're going to know. You've anyway. been committed to that from I watched the first season maybe. Oh, 
Casey, they're so once naughty. A week show. They're so naughty. It's violent. It's sexy, it. and it's very uh, suspenseful Sopran- yeah. with what's going on. Very Sopranos. Yeah, tons I, of energy. I can't, like. I can't have that much anxiety watching a TV show. Okay, Bill Cosby. I feel you. I don't mm-hmm. like anxiety. I couldn't do Breaking Bad for like five years. Oh, that was a great. show. It's my favorite show, yeah. but I literally I watched the first season multiple times because it gave me so much anxiety. Oh Finally got over it, and it is the greatest show of all. Oh, time. And that was such a good show to watch once a week. It was I, great I binged it with my mom and we made it to much. season four and then we, then we quit and I never went back. You know, the one that really did it for me is the Justin, um, Just Jason Fight? or Ozarks. Ozark. Oh yeah. Yes. I couldn't do it anymore. I'm like, how? That well, one's constant clenching for and sure. I think that that is why sometimes the once a week show is easier to take all that intensity. I would agree. Because binging that is too much. It's too, I would agree with you 100%. Because Justified we watch once a week. week. Animal Kingdom, Sopranos. Succession, Billions. Once a week. Great Donovan. It's too much suspense to watch all of it at once dilutes the appreciation. Even Game of Thrones. Yes. You couldn't, binging that would be like, why? I'm overwhelmed and I don't know what is happening more than usual. We were more gentle with ourselves watching once a week it didn't matter if you couldn't remember who was connected to who and i just you know that 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 one i learned early on it's just boobs and dragons just sit back and enjoy it (laughs) and don't try to know don't try to know how all the puzzles fit right the best two-word description i've ever heard for game of thrones is boobs and dragons Dragons. (laughs) but i like to say bits and dragons but i use the t word can't don't they don't make us say that we can't nope okay bill cosby's rep says he will work again and he's going to go on the road to tell his story. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm sorry. I, yeah. mm, I wonder who's going to buy those tickets. Yeah, Bill, mm-hmm. just don't. But, you know, Camilla told him, Camille, no. get out of the house. I'm not saying. Well, with she you. wasn't even at the house. Oh. She was on vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, She's probably loved this time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. This is Laurie and Julia. We'll be right back.